Hey mama, is the number one dream in your heart to have more time to be present with your kids? Do you wish you could be present enough to help create and instill godly character? Yet you are so busy with work, drowning in the to-dos, the laundry, and the carpool lines. Hi, I'm Michelle, a mom to three energetic kids, wife to an amazing guy, and daughter of the king. For years, I tried to manage my home while struggling to still have time to pour into my kids. The guilt was overwhelming and the to-do list just kept growing. And I was completely overwhelmed and stressed until I realized that I could create systems in my life and my motherhood that would change everything. In this podcast, you will learn time management, batching, habit stacking, setting boundaries, home organization, outsourcing, and you better believe we are going to be dishing out some chores so we can create hours of intentional time to pour into our kids since that is our number one priority as vibrant moms. Grab that lukewarm coffee. Let's stop time. Hey friends, I'm excited to hang out with you today. Thank you so much for listening. I just wanted to connect and give you three easy tips to help organize so that you can save time. We all want to save time, right? That seems to be the one commodity we can never get enough of, whether it be that you're working and you need to be more productive in your work, whether that be systems that you want at home to try to figure out a way to do things more streamlined and that would help or routines, or habits, all the things, right? They all build up to having more time. Having more time in your schedule so that you can do the things that you want, whether that be relaxing, taking it easy, or going on a hike, hanging out with your family, feeling free to do things and not feeling stressed out that you have a pile of (laughs) to-do items on the other side of your plate when you get home or wherever it might be. Today, we are going to jump in and talk about one of my favorite things, which is organization. And we're going to talk about three easy organizational tips. I know it can be a little challenging to stay organized. Life gets super busy and we are living with tiny humans that make things messy all the time, right? They leave stuff around the house maybe on the kitchen counter, on the floor, in the car. They leave things strewn about the stairs. Our kids leave things all over. Just the other day, our son had a late start to school. Our daughter was taking the PSAT and so she had to be there early. He's in sixth grade, so they weren't taking it and they kind of, they could be there a little bit later. And so he was hanging out at home, which is not normally the case, but cool, cool. He was in his PJs until about the time he had to leave. And then he was eating cereal for lunch and just left all of his stuff out and hopped in the car. And we said, no, 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 bud, come on back. Time to clean up, right? How many times do you have your kids do that? Are you walking to a space and your kids have, our kids always are leaving a space that they decided they were playing with something or they were reading a book and they moved things around, made things comfortable, and then just left them there. Or they took out stuff that they were using and then now that's all over the place. So it can be 
overwhelming when people don't clean up after themselves or they just forget to put things away. So today we're going to talk about (laughs) three easy organizational tips to save time and probably a little bit of sanity. I love my youngest one. I was going to be gone on a women's retreat and he said, so be gone like the whole weekend. And he said, mom, just so you know, when you get back, it may be a little messy because we boys like to do things differently. We like to use everything and leave it out. And then at the end, right before you come home, we put it all away. Does that sound like your house? (laughs) It certainly is mine if I wasn't here, right? Uh, Fun times. But I do have to say, I love organizing things. And I do not love picking up after my kiddos or reminding them to pick up. But I do love a tidy house. I love things organized and put away. I find that my brain can work a lot better I've said it, but I've heard it said that things around just add to your mental to-do list. So they add to your to-do list without you even thinking about it or knowing about it. You just see something, you see something in the corner and you know, oh, I've got to take that to Target. That's sitting, that's been sitting over there forever. Or, oh, these dishes in the sink, they all need to be put into the dishwasher, but the dishwasher isn't unloaded. Or you think, oh, all these dishes out here on the counter, they all need to be put away. Or this pile of mail, I need to go through that. So even if you are not actually writing those things down on your to-do list, you're looking at them and visually they're adding into your to-do list in your brain. Your brain is automatically calculating those things that you need to do without you even noticing it. So I have to say, I love things being nice and tidy, but the battle seems like it's never ending at times. And uh, (laughs) I have to uh, just take a moment and step back, especially when I feel like I've cleaned up a lot of things and just remind myself that there are other people that live here and they need to do their part. For example, we are so, so super blessed with somebody to come and do more deep cleaning for us, a house cleaner. And we love it. I especially love it. And so I usually try to pick up things and make sure things are up so that she can do the best cleaning that she can because I want all the floors vacuumed. I want everything just extra clean. And so... I had been looking at the mirrors in our master bathroom and noticing that there were face marks on them and handprints and all sorts of fun things, right? And so I was thinking, oh, I'm so glad when she comes and she's going to clean stuff or else I would do it right away. But she was coming the next day. So I was like, you know what? It's okay. I'll just wait. She'll clean it. It'll save me some time. And so she cleaned and not... (laughs) Not more than a couple hours when our kids that evening had showers, I noticed more marks all over the mirror and I went ballistic because I was like, we pay good money to have somebody clean. Clearly, we're not teaching our children to value cleaning, but I just had to take a step back and everybody kind of understood (laughs) and I just had to take a step back and realize Okay, this isn't the worst. 
And my poor son who was making marks on the mirror, I realized it's because when he takes a shower, it gets all foggy. And then he loves marking things on the mirror when it gets foggy. It's not necessarily that he's just going and sticking his face on the mirror, but that he really likes when it gets foggy. So I thought, okay, this is more of a kid issue. It is fun to uh, draw on the mirrors when it gets all foggy. That's super fun. Okay. So I had to take a moment to just reel it back in and say, hey, buddy, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to accuse you of uh, drawing stuff on the wall, but you know what? Not a problem. You and daddy can learn tomorrow how to clean the mirror and how, how to make it nice and shiny. So all good things, right? I think it just was a lesson in taking it a little bit into grace. Like, okay, you know what? It's okay. Life is going to be just fine and things are clean or picked up or tidied or whatever. But just to take all that with a grain of salt that it's okay. Life is all right. All right. After my fun story of of yelling at my children. So fun. I'm sure that has never happened to you, right? Where you've had to kind of eat your words and be like, oh, I'm so sorry. But I think it's so important for us to mirror that and to reflect just a really good image of saying I'm sorry when you need to and showing that to our kiddos. Jumping back in today, we are going to be talking, as I said, about three easy organizational tips to save time. Now, these are specific organizational tips that will help you save time because there's so many organizational tips or ways that you can organize or different ways that might help you or different uh, structures and so forth. So we're not going to be talking about all that today. We'll save that for another episode. But today we're just going to be talking about three things that will really help you to stay organized and will save time. So number one is that everything has a place or a home. Some people even take this to a more extreme level and add labels to everything. Whether you rent your house out as a VRBO or whether you just want your kids and your husband to put everything back where it should be. They label, you know, even in a drawer, they'll label rubber bands or tape or depends where everything should go. So everything has a home. We have not gone that far to label everything, but I think it would be a good practice if eventually we get down that road. It just seems like overwhelming and a lot. So we just make sure that everything has a home. So this way, like there was a toy my son got for his birthday and it's been sitting on the counter because it was plugged in and has to charge. I thought, you know what? that really doesn't need to be on the kitchen counter. That's not where that toy is going to live long-term. Long-term, that toy belongs to him. He got it for his birthday, so it needs to go to his room or it needs to go somewhere else. This is not its permanent home. So finding a place and a home for everything. And usually if you're kind of questioning, you're like, where should I put this thing? I don't really know. So think about where would you look to find that thing? So maybe it's like a piece of paper that you might need later, or maybe it's a coupon code or, you know, all kinds of stuff, right? So 
Think about where you would look if you were looking for this thing. And that's usually the best place to put it as its permanent home. Now you can always move things around if things aren't working or things just keep getting cluttered and so forth. But usually you'll find that everything needs to have a home. It's usually pretty self-explanatory. Silverware goes in the silver drawer, forks go here, this goes here. But if there is something, as I said, that you can't figure out, where should this go? Think about the question, where would I look if I was looking for this thing? And then that's usually its home. Everything should have a place or a home. Number two, the place where stuff builds up is the place that needs help or a system first. If there's one spot in your house that's constantly kind of building up things or things get just get dumped there, like the kitchen counter, maybe things just get dumped or maybe it's the miscellaneous drawer that everybody has with in the kitchen that has everything in it. And that tends to kind of build up and overflow. Those are the places that you want to tackle first. Those are the places that need a system because something isn't working there. It's either too difficult to put something away or you're not sure, maybe it doesn't fit there. So you just kind of leave it out and then more things build and leave out on top of it. For example, in our garage, sometimes if we we have had this where it's too hard to get to somewhere to put something away, maybe there's another item in front of it obstructing it. Maybe like my husband's taken out the ladder and the ladder is in front of the shelves where we would usually grab the cereal or put things away or grab something else. And so there's that and maybe a pile, a bag of dirt or something else that's in the garage that's in you know, in the way. And so because we can't get to that spot where things need to live, their home, things just get piled up. Or maybe there's not quite enough room where it usually is. And so you stack stuff on top or to the side or somewhere else. So that's usually a good indication of that's kind of where you need to start first, as far as figuring out a system of something else that will work. Because clearly that's not working. There's some problem there. So if you find that the shoes for your kids are all over the floor and you're tripping over them every time you come in, maybe that's something that you need to take a look at figuring out a better system because that's where everything is. So find that the one thing where things are building up and that's the spot where you need to kind of tackle first and think about what's a better way of doing this. This isn't working. So number one, everything should have a place. Number two, the place where things are building up is the place you should tackle first. And number three, declutter. Because the less stuff that you have, the less stuff you have to keep organized and you have to manage. Now this may be a drawer that you're pulling open and kind of shoving things in, right? The shove in drawer where there's no more room in the drawer, but you just haven't decluttered it. So things kind of get shoved in that one. And maybe some go in the next drawer, this other drawer or on top of over here. And then those kind of spill out and then they're somewhere else. It's just a fact of the less stuff you have, the less you have to manage the less toys you have, the less ones you have to pick up or ask the kids to pick up or tidy up. 
the less baby giant things you have that you're storing, the less space it's taking up. So really be mindful. I've caught myself more than once thinking, but where are we going to put that? And that thing is big. And maybe it's something that is on sale or something that you would normally buy, but think about how much space that's taking up and that you would have to manage it until you end up using it. So sometimes things that you purchase are a great deal and you're kind of suckered into like, well, this is such a good deal. I might need this in the future. But thinking about the fact that, but now, okay, I saved this much on it, but I have to store it. I have to keep it clean. I have to take care of it. I have to maintain it. If it gets moved, we have to put it back. So all the other things that you're not really taking into consideration when you purchase something, you say, oh, this is such a great deal. I'm going to go ahead and get this. I may use this, need this mop at some point. I know I'll need a mop, but then you have to store the mop. You have to find a place for it to live. You have to figure out how to use it or what the best way to use it. Maybe you have to go through your other mops and give other ones away. So there's more questions and more things and more value and kind of more cost that you have to give up with purchasing that item that you might not have thought. You might have thought, oh, it's just on sale. I should get it. So think through those type of things, those purchases. And I think the best way to think through those is when you are decluttering all the time, because you see the stuff that you have and you realize how much time and energy it takes to manage the current things you have. And the more that you get rid of, just the freer you feel. You feel like, oh, I don't have as much stuff to pick up or sweatshirts or laundry or shoes or things. You just don't have as much as many things. So it really does help you feel a little lighter and really helps you in the long run. So those are my three tips for today. I could talk all day about organization and organizing things and getting rid of stuff. I just love it. So we'll just go through these three today. These are kind of overarching principles that are really key, will definitely help you stay organized and to save time in finding things, in doing things and taking care of things. So as we said, number one, everything has a place. This makes it easy for people to put things away, easy for you to tidy up, And it also makes it easy for you to find things. Number two, the place where things are building up is the problem area that you need to focus on first. So if you don't have that much time, that's the place you want to focus first. If you have 15 minutes to declutter or 15 minutes to work on something, work on that one spot where things are kind of overflowing and not working because right there is your problem. And number three, declutter. The less you have, the better. It will help you save you stress. It will save you time. It will save you energy. It is saving you so much more in the long run to have less and manage less and just do life with less. So those are my three tips for today. As a bonus, we're just going to talk very quickly about tidying up. I think it's really important to have maybe a couple times throughout your day that you're kind of tidying up your space or your house. Your family can help you with the tidying or if they are at school, 
maybe you just tidy up. For example, we usually tidy up about, and I'll be honest, me. Well, in the evening, my family, but in the morning, me. So usually I come back from taking kids to school, come back and just tidy up the house. I walk through upstairs and put things away that are out or turn off lights or turn off fans or turn off things that just got left out or on or kind of, you know, just tidy things up, put things back where they used to go, open up window shades from the night before, close windows so it's cool in our house. Just take a minute, walk through upstairs and kind of tidy things up. It's always a whirlwind when children leave for school and you're trying to get out the door and life is crazy. So I've just found that I just kind of de-stress by taking five to 10 minutes walking through and just turning things off, making sure things are just cleaned up before I start my work block. So in that sense, I tidy up kind of the upstairs and then head downstairs and things are pretty tidy, but maybe I'm in the kitchen putting things away while I'm making breakfast or coffee or that kind of thing. And then also in the evening, we kind of do the opposite form of tidy. We're focusing on dinner and homework and getting kids backpacks all ready to go and lunches ready to go. And so once we finish up all that, we clean up the kitchen and do all the dishes, send the kids upstairs. So it's kind of an opposite tidy. So I'm tidying from downstairs, like the downstairs kitchen area, picking up anything else that needs to go in the laundry, picking up anything else that needs to go upstairs and so forth. And my family helps with all of this. They're all very good about helping clean up the kitchen. And my husband does dishes and my kids help put things away. And then everything kind of ends up on the stairway that we needs to go upstairs. And so we're slowly teaching the kids, okay, if you see anything on the stairs and you are traveling that direction, then please pick up some stuff. And sometimes they try to pick up as much as humanly possible and then drop things. Sometimes they don't pick up anything and forget that there's even anything on the stairs. They would just run by it. So we're slowly training them like tiny pets. Okay. If you see things on the stairs, they need to go upstairs, especially if they are yours, please bring them upstairs. All the fun things with tiny humans, but those are just my tips for today. If you are tidying up your house once or twice after mealtimes, especially it just helps one quick swoop of tidying up in the morning, and then one kind of swoop of tidying up in the evening. That way, when you come downstairs in the morning, your kitchen and your house is all clean and you can start from a fresh start. And at nighttime, when you go to bed, you kind of start with a fresh start. And then in the morning, when you wake up, fresh start. So I hope that helps. And I do just pray that this episode has blessed you and helped you save a little bit of time, or at least think about some ways that you can be a bit more organized and save time. As I said, I really hope these three little solutions, little steps will help you try out one or two of them, maybe all three. If you like, if you are decluttering, there are so many more decluttering options, things to talk about in that space. It's a huge topic that I love. So we will jump into that at another time, but just set yourself a little bit of time and declutter what you can each week.
I hope that you just have an amazing week, my friends. And I would love to connect with you if you want to come over on our Facebook and post and hang out. I would love to get to know you better. So come on over there. It's called Home Management for Working Moms, Organization and Time Management. Shoot me some messages over there and let me know what kind of things you love to declutter or that you have trouble keeping organized or places in your home that need a little extra help. Until next time, have a busy, vibrant day. Did this podcast bless you? Did you learn something new? Did this podcast encourage you? Please leave our mom a review. Pretty please. I hope you loved today's episode, friend. I pray it blessed you, encouraged you, or challenged you in some new way that is helping you. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else that needs community too? I also would love if you could take 30 seconds for me and leave me a review on Apple Podcast. This is the only way that I know that you are actually enjoying the show and that it is blessing you. Plus, it makes me happy to hear from you. Come on over to our free community, birdmichelle.com, and grab your free gifts. I have free productivity programs and everything you need to know about working with me, taking my courses, or connecting. Lastly, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss an episode. 